0: This is Rama for Today.
1: Many people wait for something like that. That might happen or it may not happen. I don't know and nobody else knows. But one thing I'm sure of, blessed be God, God's best and God's greatest and everything God has is at our disposal by the claim of faith. We don't have to wait for a divine intervention, which may happen or may not happen. We don't have to wait for God to initiate something. Thank God He's already initiated something, really. But I mean initiate something in a special way.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, Words. Next, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message.
1: Men are healed by hearing and speaking words. You see, faith for healing comes the same way. That faith for the new birth comes. That's by hearing the Word of God. And then it is always with the heart that man believeth, and with the mouth that confessions made unto. You see, you can have faith in something, in Jesus, both his Lord and Savior, but if you don't confess it, it won't save you. It won't come to fruition. There's no such thing as a secret believer. Are you listening to me? For with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. Whoso will confess me before men, I'll confess him before my Father which is in heaven. Can you say amen? amen. Now we, we know that when it comes to what we call salvation, the new birth. But you see, it's also true with, with whatever you receive from God, and healing's in the same plan, a redemption as as, as the new birth is. Men are healed by hearing and speaking words. I want to get that over to you. That's the way you get healed, is by hearing and speaking words. Now, many wait for the intervention of divine sovereignty or for God to initiate something on his own, which, of course, he does occasionally. But that's not God's ordinary way of doing things. Now, for instance, I'll show you what I mean when I say the intervention of divine sovereignty or God just doing something on his own. Turn back over to John's Gospel, the fifth chapter, for just a moment. John's Gospel, the fifth chapter. We'll start with the very first verse. John's Gospel, the fifth chapter. The very first verse. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Now you see, God just did that on his own. If he wanted to, he could. He didn't have to ask me whether he could or not. And he didn't have to ask you. That's what we mean by the intervention of divine sovereignty or God initiates something on his own. The first person that stepped into that pool after the angel troubled the water was healed or whatever it is. He didn't make any difference what he had. Make any difference who it was if it's a grown person or a child. Make any difference whether it's a man or a woman. It didn't make any difference as we would say whether they were saved or unsaved. Doesn't make any difference whether it's pretty or ugly. Didn't make any difference over what color the skin were. Didn't make any difference whether he's rich or poor. Just the first one, in got and that's the only one. That's the only one. And, and, and you'll find out when, when God uh, initiates things on his own, and, and there is an intervention of divine sovereignty, very often that's the way it is. Well, you say, why? I don't know. If I was a- doing it, I can tell you why, but I'm not the one that's a- doing it. Are you listening to me? He is. Then we'll get another picture of what I'm talking about if you'll just turn back to the 4th chapter of Mark's Gospel. The 4th chapter of Mark's Gospel. And we'll read, start reading with the 36th verse. The 4th chapter of Mark's Gospel. We'll start reading with the 36th verse. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And there was a great calm. The wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Now notice, and he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Now he's questioned the fact why they didn't have faith, because he had said, Let us pass over to the other side. He didn't say, Let's go halfway and sink. No, this miracle didn't happen because they had faith, because he said, Why is it you have no faith? It wasn't the disciples' faith. The Lord just did it on his own. I said he just did it on his own. Well, God does that sometimes. And uh, you, 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 you don't wonder why almost sometimes. Many people wait for something like that. That might happen or it may not happen. I don't know and nobody else knows. But one thing I'm sure of, blessed be God, God's best and God's greatest and everything God has is at our disposal by the claim of fate. We don't have to wait for a divine intervention, which may happen or may not happen. We don't have to wait for God to initiate something. Thank God he's already initiated something, really, but I mean initiate something in a special way. Now turn back, and we'll get another illustration of what I'm talking about. I think you'll see clearly. Turn back to the 14th chapter of Matthew, and we'll start reading with the 25th verse. Matthew chapter 14, start reading with the 25th verse. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boasters, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? It wasn't Peter's faith that saved him. He had a little faith, enough to go for a while, but then he started sinking. It's just the Lord, through his own kindness and goodness, divine sovereignty did something. Amen. Right on the other hand, there's been a lot of people that's drowning that said, oh, Lord, save me and went ahead and drowned. Amen, that's the truth. You see, there's something about God initiating something on his own that none of us understand. There's a mystery about it. If you could understand all about God, he'd cease to be God. You don't even understand all about humans, much less God. Why try to figure him out? Amen. Isn't that right? Just accept him. Praise God as God. Let him tend to his business and you tend to yours. Can you say Amen. What I'm saying to you is that we all know, like in the case there of the angel troubling the water, of one God healed, just one, just one, the first 20, God initiates some things on his own sometimes in the areas of healing. In the case of instilling the water and the storm ceased, in the case of saving people and miracles, God initiates some things on his own sometimes. In the case of saving Peter here, But that's not God's ordinary way of doing things. His ordinary way of doing things is us believing Him. Taking Him at His word. That's the reason He gives us His word. So we can have faith. For faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The word of God will produce faith. And so many are waiting. Waiting for the intervention of, of God, the intervention of divine sovereignty, for God to initiate something, which he may or he may not. But I'll tell you one thing about it. God's best and everything that God has for us is at our disposal by the claim of faith. Amen. I remember down in Texas a number of years ago, down in East Texas, is a dear lady on the bed of sickness. Cancer. Terminal cancer. Bed fast. Bed fast. Terminal cancer. Medical science have done all they could do. She has to die. I was holding a meeting in the vicinity. This lady was not a member of the church where I was preaching, but she had, that pastor had visited her and She wanted me to come to pray for her. I went with the pastor one day. Well, I always looked to the Lord to see if he would initiate anything. If he would say something. Never said anything. I never had any kind of manifestation. Well, what can you do if the Lord doesn't initiate something? Well, you can give people the word. You can put the word into them, get them to believe God. And if you get them to believe God... Then you can agree with them. Praise God, and that's what I began to do. Well, no, no, she wasn't interested in trying to believe anything. There's just somebody somewhere that's going to heal her, some man. I said, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, sister, but Rita, there's no man anywhere that could heal you or anybody else.
0: Welcome to Rema for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth W. Hagan's two-CD set entitled Winning the War of Words. Next is Kenneth E. Hagan's four-CD set, Knowing God as Your Father, the last item is Lynette Hagen's slimline book, God's Peace, all for the price of $40. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org.
2: Thank you for helping us to bring hope, Hope, health, and and healing healing to to the world. Yes. Well, how is that being done? It's through our word partners. Well, what is a word partner? It's somebody that prays for us on a regular basis, somebody that sends in an offering at least once a month to help support Raymond. Yes. Now, you know, many people think they can't give because they don't have much to give. Hey, listen, if everybody gives what they can, no matter the amount, then it helps us to be able to continue this program, to be able to, to continue our Bible schools yes. all around, to keep winning more people to God. And so if you would like to be a Word Partner, just go to ramaorg slash, that forward slash, all the information's yes. there. I want to thank you that are already Word Partners, but I want to thank you that will become Word Partners with us.
0: Tomorrow on RAMA for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life changing teaching. That's next time on RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.